exactly what is out there. Welcome to Bevan World for episode six. Flash will be talking about episode five a little bit, kind of. We'll briefly go over it because we missed last week's episode. As always, joining me, Nicholas Pryor. That's me. All right. This is like a small primary school. It's episode five, six together. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. So we missed last week's episode because I was away on holidays. So before we jump in to talk about this week's episode and do our normal show where we break down everything that's happened, give theories and all sorts of stuff. Let's just briefly get thoughts on last week's episode. what do you think, Nick? Um, it was okay. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. I think uh, Shogun World was, I don't know, kind of lacking for me. I was expect expecting something a lot more epic than what we got. Mm. I, I, I would say it was, it was, it, it just felt like unnecessary. Like it's like they they built the world and it looked really cool and also all that sort of stuff, and then the plot just kind of dragged out there because they had to drag it out there to have a reason to be there, kind yeah. of thing. But it's it's just, and then Maeve's powers are getting confusing a little bit. Which if you if yeah, you want to talk I about really like. how how her powers go, yeah, we can save that because we can just tie it into when she shows up in the episode a little bit yeah. in this episode to tie it in. But overall, it was just a little bit a little bit too much. I thought. I suppose it was cool to see that. Yeah, it's pretty much a mirror copy of Westworld, I guess. Because the whole the whole village was exactly the same, played out exactly the same as Hector and his group coming into town, robbing the fucking yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and doing all that stuff. And how um Sizemore just copied the characters and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Just yeah. Super he has that cool line about, Well you try writing one thousand five hundred stories yeah. or something like that. So that was that was okay. That was a little bit interesting. Alright. So jumping into this week's episode. Phase Space, directed by Tarkin Sully, Sully, written by Carly Ray. synopsis of which is, we each deserve our own fate. The quote that Maeve gives uh, Akame, or whoever it was. Um, so what were your overall thoughts on this week's episode, Phase Space? Um, I enjoyed it. It was that old shit moment at the end that I think really was stood out for me. I, th I still think, it, oh, like overall it was much better than last week's episode. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, um, much better. We got, we got, we got some stuff in Shogun World still, but it wasn't like the mm. whole episode there, and it kind of just wrapped up that story and got them out of there. We got a cool bloody fight, head chop off. That was cool yep. to see. A little bit of gory fashion. Um, there's like the part where they lit the heart on fire or whatever. Yeah. That I'm assuming's like actually, I'm gonna assume that's actually a thing, like not. Yeah, I'd think so. Yeah. Some sort of ritual thing, which I suppose is cool to have in the the show and tied it all tied it all together. The whole thing about picking your own fate, like Maeve letting her, like letting him choose to fight him without intervening, that was like a cool moment moment for Maeve as a character. Mm. I felt because it kind of shows that's like a free will choice for her. Like she chose to let him have free will, and like of course the show is all about free will. So, <laughs> what I don't get is 
you can have free will, but only certain people can have free will. All these fucking, the army full of samurai, they don't get to choose. They just have to kill each other. Yeah, well, they were going to kill her. So it's like, <laughs> to be fair, it's like if, if, if that other guy killed uh, the good, the good, the Ronan, then I'm sure she would have interviewed before the, the general or the captain dude like came to kill her. Yeah. But she was just letting him fight, fight her. So it was all right. Um, all right, so let's let's jump in to the usual breakdown of the episode. So it starts in the the past quotation marks or however yeah. you want, want to describe it, where we think we're we think we're in a room with um we're not sure if it's Bernard, but it is Bernard. Like that's or the Arnold, yeah, or, or Arnold. But the the big twist mm. is it, it kind of is Bernard in a weird sort of thing. So. Bernard's saying, I'm frightened of what you might become to Dolores. They're in the usual chit-chat glass room where they have their whole back and forth and testy stuff that they've had since season one. Um, and then Bernard says a couple other lines back and forth. And then Dolores says, no, he didn't say that. And then Bernard starts freaking out, like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And Dolores then tells him to sit down and he sits down in the chair and she kind of takes control of the whole room. And Dolores says she's doing a test on Bernard for fidelity. Mm. So is this is this them is this her being told by to do a test on him? You know what I mean? Like this this is um yeah. for, this must be Ford using her to test him for what I thought originally was oh well I still do think this but I think it may be I don't know further on in the future and maybe there she's bringing. Arnold back in some way, I guess. Mm. That's how I read it. I was, I was reading some good theories that I like that people are going around the, the road that maybe Bernard has, you know, Bernard has always been Arnold. Yeah. Like the consciousness, oh, they took Arnold's consciousness and put it in a, a, a body and whatever. So it's actually yeah. Arnold this whole time. But the, the theory is going that to pass that whole fidelity thing, that we see um, Delos couldn't get past and he freaked yeah. out and he couldn't accept it. So to to get around that, they put this barrier on the end of it as his Bernard. Yeah. So they, they're using that as the, the the blocking point, like until they could figure out how to get past that. Right. So he can, because he doesn't realize that he's actually Arnold. Yeah. So it is Arnold, but he thinks he's not Arnold and he thinks he's Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make any sense? <laughs> it makes sense. I don't know. I yeah, it doesn't sit with me for some yeah. reason. Well, it's gone for fucking thirty odd years as whatever. Yeah. Well, has he though? Yeah. How many iterations of that? How many been, iterations? Because if we want to kind of jump ahead to next week's episode, did you see the the teaser? At the end of no, episode. because it didn't show it at the end of the episode that I watched. For oh yeah, it didn't. It didn't for me. Either. I just went and YouTubed it afterwards. But okay, yeah, no, I haven't seen it. In the uh, in the teaser, they show that Charlotte and her bunch discover this room with a bunch of Bernards. Oh, okay. Like a whole bunch okay. of Bernards. So the ver the version of Bernard that we we've had in the show this entire time. How do we know that the the his awakening day was literally episode one of season one? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was him day one. The, f the first moment we see this Bernard walk in on uh, Ford in episode one, and yeah. he says, "Oh, hello, dear friend. Like it's been a while. I haven't seen you." Mm. It's literally because it's 
a new version. This is the version that they put yeah. Arnold's consciousness in, or anything along those yeah, lines. Yeah. So there's just all sorts of. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that starts making more sense knowing that now. That there are different versions. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you could have all these other versions throughout the past that were literally just Bernards. Bernards, Bernards, yeah. Bernards. They were all just like fake ones. And then this one could be the one that they actually put Arnold's consciousness in and still yeah. kept pretending it was actually Bernard. Yeah. It's, it's a very deep rabbit hole to go it in. Is, but, but that's Westworld. So that's, 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 the, sh that's the show we're going through. Um, but I mean, the, the, the scene basically, this is the only scene, interestingly, in this episode. And I never realized this until I looked back on my notes because I usually write my notes like past, future, present. Yeah. Blah blah blah. This this episode didn't do a lot of jumping around. I feel like it's the episode that did the least jumping around. Yeah, I agree. It was. It never went to that future timeline. Yep. It was starts in the past, and then it goes to present, and that's and it. Yeah. It doesn't even go to the future. All those times that we see um, uh, the the crappy Hemsworth and Charlotte and all that yep. sort of stuff. That's all current timeline. Yep. Yep. That's not future where the, they've got the dead bodies or whatever timeline. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Unless I unless I make a mistake and I find my notes. No, that and, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there was, compared to most episodes where they're jumping around a lot, not much, not much happening. It was good. Mm. All right, so after that whole opening scene, um, which just kind of plays with your head about Bernard a little bit, we do jump ahead, we get back to the present, and we get Teddy roaming the streets. This is, of course, after... Last mm. week's episode left off with Teddy getting uh, forcefully changed by Dolores, which was probably the, uh, that was probably the biggest mo moment of the episode, like character-wise, because yeah. it just shows how like evil and fucked up Dolores is going. Yeah. Like she's on this crusade to stop the humans because they like forced her to do all this stuff and like they're using them as slaves. But yeah, then definitely. on her, on her crusade, she's killing a bunch of people. She's forcefully changing Teddy. Yeah. Like she's kind of lost her, her ways a bit. And if, if any character at the end of this season is just going to have everything go horribly long for them and their crusade's going to fail, it, it kind of yeah. has to be Dolores at this point. It's definitely going towards that Teddy's going to kill Dolores at some point. I don't believe it. Like she went too far with that. Yeah. That whole Especially thing. love the scene where they're on the train later and he goes, Oh, I thought I'd never want to leave this place, but I guess you changed that. I guess too. they changed that as well, <laughs> bitch. Like, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Um, so they're, he's roaming the streets. They walk into the, the bar, and Dolores kind of gives him a look of, You okay, Teddy? And he's like, Yeah. Fine, I guess. Like, yeah. you only, like, fucking changed my whole personality last night, lady. Like, it's whatever. It's a bit weird. You know what's interesting is that he knows that as well. It's not like they wiped the memory of it. For whatever reason, well, I suppose they couldn't, or maybe yeah. I don't know. They just did, maybe they did, legit just didn't have a choice. Yeah. It's just they can change a certain part of him, but like they can change his parameters of like, like turn his emotion down and turn yeah. his like ruthlessness up, but that like doesn't change his memories. So, yeah. um, then they're, they're not opening up his head or anything. They are so then they they end up walking over to the train station after they've, they've fixed up the train for their, their big plan to get back uh, her daddy Abernathy who's been taken to the the place, and they're trying to torture her. they're trying to well not torture they're just trying to get information out of one of the human dudes that they yeah. they got and they're asking you know where is he like what floor that kind of yeah. stuff they want to know his exact location and then Teddy's just like I've had enough like he's leaning up against the wall or whatever he starts hearing bugs like the buzzing 
Yeah. Which I don't know if that's... I, I don't know how that plays off in the long run, because I thought it was just supposed to be a... Like, last episode, it was supposed to just be metaphorical kind of thing, right. not a not a legit bugs. Like, they didn't put bugs in him. No. no. Anything crazy like that. But, like, Dolores had that whole thing last episode about the swarm and... Mm. like the bees they come and they infect the whole crop and whatever else but he starts hearing, hearing this buzzing and then he just goes over and shoots a dude he's like we'll figure it out yeah ruthless and Dolores gives him that look of kind of oh what have I done like yeah. it doesn't look like she's pleased but she's yeah she's like oh fuck yeah, <laughs> shouldn't have done that maybe I've gone a bit too far with this whole this whole te teddy changing scenario a little bit um so after that, they jump ahead. They go to um, Charlotte and uh, what the fuck is his name? Stubbs, Stubbs who are yeah. the crappy Hemsworth, as we like to. You <laughs> know, <laughs> he's not crappy. He's just the, the old Hemsworth. The older Hemsworth, yeah. Um, they've got Abernathy after they they took him from the the shitty fight that they had at Fort what okay. side whatever Forlorn Hope Forlorn Hope the Forlorn Help, um, and they they're just trying to keep him in place until yeah. they get Dallas's people there. Charlotte pulls out a computer system, secret hidden away one, and finally calls in Dallas's yeah, people the for yeah. the extraction for Abernathy. And Abernathy's still just going crazy, you know, yeah. yelling a whole bunch of shit, doing his usual stuff. The subs was like, oh, they got all this. They wouldn't tell me any of this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, subs is... And she goes, yeah, you're, you're just to protect the guests or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Stubbs doesn't have a great episode this 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 nah. week either. He gets shit talked by Charlotte, and then he gets shit talked by that new army dude later when he shows up <laughs> an episode majorly. So, not going too well. Um, they end up going into this other room where they're I don't know cutting up posts or yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Exactly. I don't know what they're doing. I'm like the whole park's like gone to shit, guys. And yeah, you're the, the only thing that I think they're doing is they're like deactivating them by taking their brains out or something. I guess maybe just so they can't come back. I guess yeah, maybe. maybe. Don't know. I couldn't really figure it out, but they because the last episode, I'm sure it was last episode, but the one before they were there with the guy from a way out, and they were kind of like not dissecting, but kind of like um, debugging or trying to figure out where it went wrong. I guess it was last episode they were on about like getting the park map back up working and whatever yeah. else, and that was in the room, and that had the dude from a way out, yeah, in it. So yeah, um, but they end up nailing Abernathy to the chair because why not? I don't understand why they have that to begin with. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Is that really necessary or it's effective? Just fucking hold her off him. What I don't understand at this point is, can't they just turn him off? Yeah, exactly. I pull out one of their computer systems. Like, you're not going to hurt what's inside his head. Like, that's what they yeah. want. What the, Whatever's inside his head is what they want. It's just just turn him off. Every time you turn your computer off. Yeah. You don't, like, I, I turn my computer off every now and then. It's still fine when I turn it back on. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, you, you hope, fingers crossed, knock on, knock, knock on wood that it's still fine, but it's a bit weird. Yeah, they're just like, well, we'll nail him because it's like yeah. adds gory fashion to the episode. I don't mm. know, just because it's cool. But I was like, okay. What, what, I what think they'll you? find out later down the track that, I don't know, maybe he's got to do with Delos's consciousness and he can't be turned off or maybe something like that. I hope they explain it, but it's, I, and I'll get yeah. to it later, but they do explain We'll get to it when we get to it, but they do finally explain something in this episode that we've been on about for the previous uh, mm. four episodes of this series that we've been talking about. So maybe another thing that leads me to that Delos is in there is when they're nailing him to the chair and they kind of like closed in on his face. 
Mm. And when it was just like the lower half, it kind of, I thought it was going to transition into like a Dallas scene. Oh, really? Because it kind of mm. looked very similar. I didn't say that, but yeah, that would, that would make sense. I'd get that. I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, so then we get, we get back over to Maeve and yep. Maeve is apparently as we, since we last left her off at the end of the last episode where she had the hundred or whatever warriors running at her, she's yeah. defeated them all or, you know, had them kill yeah. each other. What I don't understand is everyone's getting to work behind her, like fixing everything up or doing whatever. And she's just still standing there with the two swords. Yeah. She's like, I Looking did like such idiot. hard work. <laughs> I did all this hard work by telling them all to kill each other yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah, I know. It was, it was, it was quite odd. So let, let's talk about it now. What do you think about the how her powers have evolved so she can just subconsciously in her mind tell people what to do? Look, uh, I don't like it, but in a way it's kind of her doing it subconsciously as opposed to using actual voice doesn't really make a difference. No, either way, the really? power's the yeah. power's high. So. I, I, I think it's just the way they portray it that I don't like. It's like last episode where it it zooms in on her face and the sound drowns out and all the stylized violence going on behind her while she sits there looking mm -hmm. straight at the camera. And I just, I know, it just feels tonally off from what yeah. the show is. She's not, she's not doing anything really. It's no, just, they make her out like she's a badass. Or and it, it would have to pay off in some later to, there has to be some reason for her to be able to do it subconsciously as opposed to do a voice, but I don't know. It, it just hasn't worked for me yet. Yeah. I, did, I didn't really understand how it works. It's, I mean, there has I, to be a reason they've done it. I suppose it, it makes sense in the, the way that they're, they're all connected inside. Like we find out later, like the big cloud system. Which yeah. We'll, we'll talk like about what saying like episode one or two, the neural network or something like that. Yeah. That's why I imagine she's manipulating. Yeah. So like yeah. if you, you, it's easy to, you can get around the argument of how does it work? Because yeah. like, how do they hear them? It's like, well, they're all connected in some fashion. So yeah, you, you can kind of buy it in the storyline, but it's still just, I, I hope it does have a bit of a payoff later in the story or more of a reason than just simply yeah. to make a like really Because the moment is portrayed as like a superpower. Like, Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. When you want it to have some payoff better to do with the actual story, not just her exactly. having a lot of people kill each other, even though yeah. that was cool the first time. But if that's like all the powers ever going to evolve to be, you kind of just yeah. wonder what the point of it is within the story. I mean, we know, we know she doesn't have any control over ghost nations. So that's like the, they're, they kind of retroactively um, explained that. Because the Ghost Nation don't speak English, and they said last episode that she couldn't control the Japanese because she wasn't speaking Japanese. Yeah, but she then, like, learned how to speak Japanese by getting yeah. into her, her system, I suppose, yeah. So she hasn't tried with the Ghost Nation speaking whatever language, language they, they speak. speak. Their native language, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll find out. I mean, I... S we'll definitely find out, but yeah. I much preferred the... The, the idea that they were on a completely different network and doing the being controlled by Ford or whoever on their own yeah. system compared to just, oh, she didn't speak the language. So that's why they didn't get to do it. Mm. Um, so then uh, she, Maeve goes and walks over to Akami and she cuts out Sakura's heart. Sakura's yeah, that, heart. I missed that part because it cut out for me when I was watching it. 
Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she maybe like literally just walks over, and then Akami's just like stab, 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 <laughs> rip the heart out, and it shows the the heart in the hand, and then Maeve's like, "Oh, I'll just uh, rip off a part of my shirt here and just wrap that up." <laughs> like, I mean, I was like, "Okay, that's that's uh, <laughs> don't give a heads up, lady. Like, I'm I'm about to cut this person's heart out, but okay, you do, you do what you need, you do whatever you need to do. That's fine." Um, so then they 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 walk back into the main town after this. They make their way to. Um, where they left off their, their, their other people that they left to yeah. be taken hostage as their, their, that helped them get away. Well, I just assumed they died because the last you saw them, they'll pin down with swords to their throat. So I just assume. I don't assume dead. anyone dies unless they actually show them die. That's how yeah. these shows work. It's like, although it would have made more sense for them actually to die. And the fact that they didn't kill them, I was a bit like, why are they keeping yeah. them hostage? Like, yeah, they that, that... just kill them. Mm. I didn't really get that. There's no, no. they don't need them. They're nobodies. Just, exactly. just, just kill them. But whatever. So Masashi, uh, who's the Ronin, ta- yeah. um, challenges. Uh, I wrote down everyone's name, so I could be really good. Where is it? I lost it. Uh, Tanaka, who's the the captain or the general or whatever of the the, the army, I suppose. Like the one who rolls in the previous episode and yeah. then stays there. Um, he rolls in and then he challenges him to a, to a duel for yep. their freedom, their life, freedom, I guess. And yeah. he really like, oh, you coward, you fucking dangle. <laughs> Side note, I saw a lot of people last week complaining that the episode had me, had so many subtitles in it, which I thought yep. was hilarious. I saw all these people, like, I saw literally people making memes like, oh, Westworld and had like people talking about like subtitles and like having oh, to really? read it this week and stuff like that. It's like. Do you really think we're going to do an episode like Setter and Shogun World where it's just going to, they're all going to be speaking English? Yeah. That's, that's that, weird. Isn't the whole idea of like them creating these parks to create realistic experiences? So, well, Sosmore said last episode that the hosts, when everything's working properly, they hear you speak English, so they switch to English. Uh, okay, so yeah, but it still makes sense that in the background, they yeah. would be speaking um, whatever language, depending on whatever world you're yeah. in. Like, if they're Raj world, they're, they're not going to be speaking English in the background. But yeah. then, like, it would make sense if you walk up to the shopkeeper, he's talking to someone else and they're not speaking English, but then you're like, hey, and he's like, yeah. hi, because yeah. that works. That makes sense, and it yeah. helps make the park keep its, like, realism if they're not always speaking English. Yeah. So, I'm fine with it. I just thought it was weird that everyone's complaining. Yeah, about that's to, weird. To subtitles. Yeah. Uh, so then Akami, uh, when they start getting into the duel and Akami asked Maeve to help yeah. um, him help Masashi to win the fight using her witch powers or yeah. whatever, witchy powers <laughs> to save him. And then she does have that cool line about, she says, we each deserve a choice, even that choice, even if that choice is death. Yeah. So it's, I just, that, that is one of the highs of this whole Shogun world storyline is I just her kind of learning, learning about choice or mm. like, even though she's got this power learning to with great power comes great responsibility, I suppose. Or yeah. it is kind of like the black and white version. Like Maeve is letting everyone choose for it all. The main characters choose for themselves and where Dolores yeah. is fighting for their freedom, but her way or the highway. Yeah. It's like you do it yeah. my way or you, like Teddy, you fucked up. Like I'm just going to change your whole personality. Yeah. Know? So there's there's no way, no no two ways working about against it. what she's working for. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I think that is like the, the alternating paths of this episode. Um, yeah. So then Masashi wins in a glory fashion where yeah. they... Cuts off his hand. Cuts off his hand and then the dude's yelling and then he cuts off his head. I don't know. I'd like to look because I don't know too much about like the... What's so what happened there was... Because um, he stabs himself. Yeah, yeah. So it's a thing that dis- it, within the samurai culture, if you're like dishonored and shamed, you're supposed to commit suicide. I forget what it's called. I think it's called Harikiri or something like that, where what's supposed to happen is you're there in a ceremonial and the guy gets his knife and he cuts himself across the abdomen down and then when he's done, the other guy's there to cut off his head. Okay. At the end, yeah, yeah, because like as it was happening, it's one of those things you can just tell you like this must be a, yeah, a thing yeah. that's yeah. not just random. But yeah, I didn't know what the exact significance of it all was. But mm. it kind of it, it, it is nice to see stuff like that about the whole seppuku. Yeah, Rock and Mummy just said seppuku. That's, that's one. That's what's yeah. called seppuku. There you go. Lock it in. This show's all about learning different cultures and history <laughs> and all sorts they, of they stuff. They should show this in school. It's very educational. <laughs> very educational show. They should <laughs> make sure to show it. Thank you, Rakamori. Um, so, yeah, he wins in the glory fashion, cuts off the head, and then the uh, the rest of the Shogun's people are like, well, I guess I'll look for a new job. Or, like, I don't know what they- <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. It goes against the whole thing like, oh, oh, you killed our leader. What do we do? What do we do? Uh, yeah. you, you're hiring? <laughs> like, yeah. what do you want to do? <laughs> Um, so after that, we, we get to Man in Black and Grace, who are his daughter, uh, who are still headed along in their, their, their mission towards wherever the fuck Man in Black is trying to get to at this stage. He doesn't, the, the weapon or whatever, yeah. the, whatever we're, we're getting to, we don't really you, know. You kind of forget that he's, you know, he's on a mission, but you kind of forget where he's going to. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's like, everyone's all over the place and they've changed directions and got led in different directions because of Ford and all sorts of mm. stuff. It's really interesting. So Man in Black isn't too happy to see Grace there. You know, he's just like walking along. Isn't around. Emily? Emily? Yeah. Grace what was a- the name that she gave, but Emily. Okay. Yeah, Emily. Right there. Wrong Emily. Yeah, that does make sense. It is Emily. Uh, so Emily isn't too happy. No. Man in Black isn't too happy to see Emily. Yeah. Um, and then Man in Black has this line where he says, really ste- steep this low forward, making my own daughter a host. And then yeah. she says, I think you've just been out in the sun too long. So mm. he's not even sure if it is really her. Yeah. And Which we don't know either. Yeah, that is true. We don't know. Yeah. Um, do we know what happened to his daughter? Like, we don't really no, know. We, don't. We, we know that the, the, the mother died, but we don't know yeah. if, after that, like, I don't even know if he knows what happened to her daughter, you know? Exactly. So... And we don't even know how the mother died either because we got two conflicting stories as well. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's really yeah. hard to keep up. I, you just can't trust anyone in this fucking show anymore. It's, it's, it's something. Um, so she says you've been on the, <laughs> the sun too long and they have this cool moment where they, they go down to... Or, like, Fran- Francis or whatever his fucking name is, um, the guide person Lawrence yeah. Lawrence, Lawrence yeah. um heads down with a bunch of people to try like they reckon this place has been taken down by ghost nation with these arrows yeah. there or whatever but it's just like a fake setup trap and she calls it out and then they yeah. saves them all and then kind of gives them a sly look like mm, you fucking you fucking <laughs> need me though don't you so you actually need my help so how about that um so we'll come back to them in a little bit because yeah they're, they're more interesting parts a bit later after this uh, so Bernard and Elise are following along this 
trial this signal on the computer system to find their yep. way back to the main building or yep. whatever. They're just trying to get back to the main building because they need to to save everyone. I don't really know what their mission is. I forgot. Like, I can't remember what either. they... I couldn't remember where they left off two episodes ago. Like, what their, their leading line of, let's go something you know but i was like okay they're, they're making their way back to the main building whatever so they find their way um under underground and then to this underground bunker which eventually leads back up into the the main building and we know it's the main building because the they they walk past the yeah the mesa they walk past the giant globe and all sorts of stuff and you can see all the different levels so that oh yeah they said that they wasted the welcome team why would they do that Oh yeah, that's yeah. Because they 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 where they come in is where like the change room where William first come in and he chased yep. the blonde hat and the black hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they somehow make their way through there to wherever they go. Like it wasn't the train tracks; it was just like an underground. Yeah, it was kind of weird bunker Maybe or whatever. They got holes or, holes all over the park now that lead back to where mm. they need to go. So the the line, the first most interesting line that I was like, oh, that's that's a good one to to throw, to throw at us, considering we'll talk about this tomorrow. Being today mm. was when Elise sits down the computer system and she's like, beep, 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 you know, pressed all the buttons, and then she's like, well, they got climate control working at least. Yeah, and I was like, well, that answers that question. <laughs> I've read that as climate control for the building, not the whole parks. You think? No. That that's how I took it. I took it as climate control for the parks because she was looking up like the systems on the park. It could be true. Building. Yeah. Yeah. Now you say that. Because I, I, I thought they were just being really smart yeah. about having a line somewhere, a throwaway line for people like us to, yeah. to like get an answer. Cause we have been all the time going, how's the, how's the climate work? Cause yeah, if I'm it's all on one, I yeah, if it's all on one Island and yeah, you have Shogun and World Shogun is so, and, and then the like really hot and Raj World, and then West World's like over here, which it's like, it doesn't make sense unless there is literally technology changing it. So I'm going to take that line as, as they got climate control working, there is some sort of fucking Hunger Games-esque okay. thing, dome over Truman the Show. island, Truman Show, fucking something. I, I don't know. Uh, Star Wars shattered dimension comic book where they try to control the weather on Naboo. Like so something, some some yeah. weird weather control thing happening. But I'm taking that line. Until proven wrong, that is a good enough explanation for, for what's happening to me. Um, so then they, they start talking about this thing called the Cradle. Um, and Elisa's saying that the Cradle is fighting back against the park and she says that they've tried to like fix the park many times and like they put in new versions of code to like try and shut everything down basically like like basically send out something into the cradle that could potentially spread out and shut everyone down is what i took yeah. it as like some kind of like virus just shut everyone down but every time that the anyone's tried to do that the cradle has fought back and changed code and adapted and yeah. adapted and changed now this all makes sense by the time we get to the end of the episode which we'll talk mm -hmm. about a little bit when we, we get to the reveal because it is literally someone in the cradle fighting yeah. back against everything that's sent in there i, I, I like how it is um they call it the cradle, but the, when you look on the screen, it's like CR4-DL. It was a really bad pun. Is <laughs> what like it was. It. it was. A, it was a no. <laughs> I, I could see it being called that, and then everyone colloquially calling it the cradle. Like there's yeah. stuff like that happens all the time. Yeah, it does. It's just easier yeah. to say the cradle instead of in C4. Yeah, yeah it's like that doesn't really make sense. Um, so yeah, they they decide they need Bernard and Elise decide they need to head on over to the cradle to. To like find out what's going on there and see if they can fix what's happening to the park. Um, back yeah. with Maeve and Maeve and Co. 
they are trying to find their way out of the park. They yep. find a way to this emergency hatchet thing that I just took yeah, as like weird. a body drop. Like it must be for, it literally must be for like, say they, fr like they freeze the park. They do the freeze the park yeah. thing. And it just means people can come in and like, just get rid Cut of bodies by like chucking <laughs> bodies into this hole. Yeah. Cause it's not like a way that they would be going out. No, no, that's right. It's like a rubbish dump. Yeah, it's like a, uh, yeah, like a rubbish chute. Yeah, it's a rubbish chute. It's not like an actual entry slash entrance, but, you know, it's whatever way, the quickest I'll way. I'll tell you what, for it. fucking our Shogun world, the uh, maintenance cost must be a lot fucking higher than everywhere else. Yeah, I limbs think it must be. Chopped off everywhere. They've got limbs chopped off everywhere. That's why they've got these rubbish dumps to, the, to make yeah. things easier for them to, to drop holes and stuff everywhere. So, um, the Akami takes Zuko's heart over to this... Like, I, 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 this is something I really want to look, like, look up some of this stuff yeah. just so, so I can understand it more. But, like, I'm watching it and I'm presuming, like, it's some kind of ritualistic thing where you're meant to do stuff like this. I yeah. don't really know. It's, it's like, they're the river that apparently she loved or, like, an ocean place, which, which I'll give note, this whole area, like, Shogun World, episodes one and two, like, both previous and this one, was shot beautifully. It looked great. Yeah. There was, there was that shot right as they're arriving at this section where they, they could see the, the mountain off in the distance. Yeah, it's and the lake. Mount Fuji, I believe. Yeah, Mount Fuji and like all that. That was beautiful. Looked really great. When yeah. they arrived, like all the production design of all Shogun World was really, really amazing. You can't really fault that. No, no. Um, no. So then she takes a heart and puts it inside this thing and then they light the heart on fire inside yeah. this like thing and... It, some real, real literal, ritual thing yeah. I don't really understand, but it, it is... It is what happened. Uh, Akami and Mishashi then refused to come um, yeah. to Westworld, even though Maeve is saying Yuzol should come because there's nothing here for you. Like we're, yeah. we're on a, we're, we're going to, we're going to fucking leave this place. Like we're going to go get my daughter and then we're going to fucking leave this joint. Like there's nothing yeah. here. So everyone should just come along. They, those two decide to stay there. Which I suppose makes sense because it's like at some point if this yeah, the cast like, of um, characters got too big it would just be ridiculous. Exactly, he says something like, "Oh, a man who can't defend his home is a coward." Yeah, something like that is a coward or something like that. Yeah, um, which, and, which by definition of Ronin is a a roaming fucking mercenary. Yeah, that <laughs> roaming inside his country that he yeah, that he yeah, likes. Right. Um, I forgot to write down the character's name, but then the the girl version with like the snake tattoo or whatever, yeah. like of that one, she does decide to come with them. She like she never says anything. She just now they they just nod to each other. Just nod. Like I'm coming. Yeah. You you do what you you need to do, lady. Um, and then Akami quotes back um, to Maeve her line about we all deserve a choice, and Maeve is yeah. kind of like, yeah, I said that, didn't I? Yep, I said that. So moving on, we'll we'll just move on with the the thing. Jumping back to Man of Black and Emily. So they're, they're sitting down at camp. They've made camp somewhere. And they decide to have this conversation. And at, so, at some point in this whole conversation, I'm like, really? That's the direction we're taking the plot? Like, because I believed him. Mm. I believed him. She believed so him. And he, he seemed legit sincere. Because at first, the cool part was, that I thought was an interesting line, was when uh, Emily says, I thought you didn't drink because she gets offered a drink by her dad. Yeah. And he says, I'll help take the edge off. Or help take the yeah. help, help take the edge off. And then he kind of just gives a look of like, eh, I do. Yeah. And then she says, oh, I get it. You don't drink in the real world, but you drink here. Nice to see you can still tell the difference at least. Yeah. Um, which kind of lines up nicely with all the, how much he drinks 
in Westworld that we know because he's always drunk yeah from season right. one and then anytime we've seen william even when william was in westworld he wasn't like a heavy drinker and yeah. then there was all the times when william went into delos and he would always turn down the drink yeah he would never have any of the drink there mm, yeah because he'd always be like it's yeah. too early in the morning no you have yeah. it it's too early in the morning you have it blah, blah, blah. Yeah. but yeah man in black his personality in westworld is definitely yeah. a drinker that's yeah. the, the the big difference um so then she just explains what happened to her. How she didn't even mean to end up in Westworld. She was over in Raj World, and she she has a cool part where she's kind of like. And then I decided to ride it over at Pleasure for yeah, Pleasure Palace yeah, for a while. I I like, <laughs> Raj for a while, and then I realized I was old enough to go into the Pleasure Palaces, and then I rode in there for a few days. Yeah, rode in there for a few days, and yeah, Amanda Black's kind of pulling his face like, oh, too much fucking information from my daughter, <laughs> or whatever. If this is actually my daughter, but she's kind of just yeah. like fucking with him, like, yeah, it was really good there, Dad. Like, oh, it was fucking fantastic. <laughs> like, it was really great. Um, then she apologizes for blaming her mum's death on on him, yeah. and says that she couldn't, she basically couldn't live with herself if like he died without yeah. her saying sorry for that and like an attempt to kind of fix their relationship yeah definitely and she says that she like he says oh you've just come here to watch me die or whatever and she's like no i didn't come here to watch you die and i don't come here to watch you commit suicide by fucking robot yeah, or robot, what, yeah. whatever your your grand mission is here she's like i want you to leave with me come back home and we'll see if we can like try and fix our family yeah to, to some point and he he kind of starts seemingly tearing up a little bit yeah like getting real emotional and they're both getting really emotional and he says okay like uh um if that's how you want to do it we'll head towards the beach in the morning we'll, we'll head towards yeah. where we can get picked up and then we'll, we'll head on home and she's like okay good and they they all go to bed and then she proceeds to wake up and there's only one dude left there and they've all fucked off <laughs> but i was believing him I was yeah. with her. I was like, oh. In the back of my mind, I knew he wouldn't do it, but it was very convincing. Very convincing performance from yeah. Ed Harris slash also in character as Amanda Black to his daughter. Like, yeah. it, was, it was convincing me and everyone. Um, so do you reckon he didn't leave? Because there's two ways you can go about it. It's like, he, because mm. if he believes it's actually his daughter at this point, like legit her, not yeah. fake, then he's basically just like, fuck you. Like Westworld and my mission here is actually more important than family. Or is he just leaving because he still believes it's a uh, a host put to him by? I think a bit both. I think he's leaving because he believes it's a host, but in the off chance that it is his daughter, maybe not so fuck you, but kind of like don't want to subject her to whatever's got to come ahead. Yeah, but I mean, if he does, the, my problem with all this is if he believes it's actually her daughter, um, his mm. daughter. And he leaves her there alone like that in the park where she can actually legit now die. Then yeah. he's basically like he, she's safer with him. Yeah, really. I guess. You know, so yeah, I'm like, I, I'm gonna go with the the choice that sh he just doesn't believe it's actually yeah. her, and he does believe That's it's just for because like his mindset at the moment is I'm trying to get to here to whatever the big weapon place is that he built years and years ago when he was yeah. young William, and. He believes that at all points in time, Ford is fucking with him. Mm. Ford is out to just fuck with him. Yeah. So I, I reckon in his mind, it is another one of Ford's bullshit things. And like I played along control. for, a, yeah, I played along for a little bit because slash just to see what happens. Slash, 
it actually does look like my daughter. Yeah. And like was kind of for a second, like, oh, and then was like, no, it's Ford fucking with me and like snapped yeah. out of it and was like, no, fuck this. I'm going to leave her, leave her behind. So, um, it'll be interesting to see if he, she just like legit traits, decides fuck him or just like tries to chase after him. Although yeah. she has no idea where he's going. So, mm. don't know. We'll see what's happening. All right. So, uh, Bernard, Bernard and Elise arrive at the cradle which is a uh, big server room. A big server room, yep. <laughs> is uh, exactly what it is. It is a big-ass server room, which, as Elise points out, and I didn't I didn't really think of it till then, she's like, when she walks in, she's like, it's kind of scary, isn't it? And I'm like, well, it's just a bunch of fucking computer parts. And Bernard says yeah. the same thing, like, it's a bunch of computer parts. And then she's like, yeah, but something in here is trying yeah. to kill us. And then you're like, oh, that's true. Like, what, what I don't understand is, like, they have... I don't know, like, they go later and they say, and all it's like the cradle is, I don't know, there's a problem, but there's not a problem, but why don't they just shut it off? Um, because I think the, I think the thing is, if, if they shut it off, like, they'll all, like, if they shut it off, it all loses the data or whatever. Yeah. Um, and what's, the thing that's important to them isn't actual host bodies, it is what's inside their heads, I suppose, yeah. and they can't corrupt it, because it's the whole thing about, every, they mentioned the whole time, like, oh, you're worth, like, billions in IP, like, every yeah. single one of these mines is worth billions in IP, billions in yeah. IP, billions in IP, so, I don't think, I think that's why they won't want to do it, there must yeah, be some, so. there must be some reason. Yeah. It, 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 they wouldn't leave yeah, a plot hole. What point did they realise, that they realise that Ford is in there, and they go, oh, we just shut it off. I don't think they'll ever realize Ford is in there. Really? No one's going to go in there. Well, I mean, unless Bernard comes out and starts yeah. telling everyone, but that's not what's going to happen. That's just, it's just not what's going to happen. So Bernard, or at least goes over to the computer system and tries to use the, the actual mainframe computer system to see if that can help her fix the problems. She's still so, having the same issues that she was having at the other computer system, which is the, like, it just can't be accessed. It's just yeah. fighting back. You can't do anything about it. Bernard says, all right, strap me in. I'll get in. I'll do what yep. I need to do. Elise points out apparently that it's like not really something that newer machines could do or something like what? For yeah. Uh, the way I read it was that the older host, their architecture was like, you remember the kid Ford, how his mm. face opens up and all that, they're like that. Yeah. Whereas these ones are more like humans. So you actually have to cut through the fucking skull to get into mm. it. Which yeah. she's then like, I've even turned down your, he has a really, he has a badass line when yeah. she, he's like, she's like, I haven't turned like your pain parts down or whatever. And he's just like, yeah. pain is just a program anyway. Yeah. And then straps <laughs> himself in and then, you know, they cut open his head, which he does start screaming about because even yeah. if pain is a program, you're fucking feeling it. You know, yeah, like <laughs> you're still feeling that. So they cut open the head and he gets his little brain popped out and put into the matrix system or yeah. the the cradle system, whatever it's yeah. called. It's so funny because I, I literally watched The Matrix like the, the other night and I was watching this and I was like, holy shit, it's like it's old time. It's very similar. It's a similar points. It's, it's like I timed that rewatch of The Matrix really well towards all this. Um, and then after he puts his brain into the, the, the system, he wakes up on the train a la Teddy episode one. Like yeah. Same spot, kind of leaning up against the window, wakes up and he's kind of like, oh my God. I don't know what yeah. his oh my God was. I suppose it's just... Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I don't even understand how it works. Like, have they built, like, this fucking, essentially, like, game world in the programming, I guess? Well, it just must be... I, to me, it's just, like, 
a version of the storyline playing out in the yeah. town with no guests there. Like, what should be happening without no guests? So everyone's just kind of running their course. Like, we'll we'll get yeah. to it when he, okay, we go back yeah. we, when we get back to the scene. But he's just seeing Dolores do what Dolores does. Teddy doing what you know. Everyone's kind of just doing what their normal programming would be yeah. without any guests being in there. So I suppose it's just it could be a system that literally just goes uh, loops. Like their yeah. their general storylines over and over yeah. without any guests interrupting them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. For what reason? I don't know. Like it's just the way it must work. Maybe just to keep their yeah. brains active. Oh, I think it's just a way to them to visually represent, kind of like. I, I suppose you have the same problem with the concept of like Tron and like all the variations of that in cartoons and stuff, where you go into a virtual system and they have to yeah. display it in some way. Yeah, all right. For the uh, yeah. you need some way for the human brain or the to human it, yeah. to to be able to look. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, Stubbs. I could call him Ashley, but I find it calling weird, weird Ashley because it makes me think of our Ash, and I'm like, you know, he's not a young. Ashley, Ashley, hello, it's right. Um. He he goes up to the top of the building, and this elite squad has parachuted in and this dude is insane this dude is oh, fucking right. did you love him because he is yeah. lich, he's like so stereotypical he comes in he's like fucking this fucking that fuck you fuck you fuck you what are you doing you're fucking wrong yeah. fuck you too fuck you i'm big like army dude bro and fuck you fuck you yeah. get out of my way <laughs> i was like oh my god dude like calm down but yeah so he parachutes in they're basically like where's the where's the thing where's charlotte fuck you get yeah. out of my way who's you what do you do you're just park security fuck off get out of my way <laughs> it's like a whole yeah. thing what's your name ashley yeah <laughs> what's your name ashley oh okay please don't hurt me um so yeah they parachute in um uh, he's not gonna last though we don't see him in the future timeline so like i'm presuming yeah. he dies a horrible death at some point when uh D D Dolores kills him next episode. That's yeah. my prediction. Yeah. Dolores's people kill him next episode. I he isn't in the, he's fucking great. He's, he's in the future thing. But anyway, I found him kind of very stereotypical. Um, Maven, her crew, find their way back to actual Westworld. They must yeah. follow along an underground the tunnel, find their way out the other end into the... Like, they push their way out of a graveyard or something along yeah. that. Um, and then Maeve tells everyone to stay where they are because she straight away recognises, oh, this is... This is my land. Like my house yeah. is simply down this direction. You can all stay here. Um, it'll be cool. I'll come back with my daughter, and she she heads off. The, uh, before she heads off, like Sizemore goes, "Oh, um, not bad navigating for someone under duress or something like that." And they kind of like an exchange at a look at a kind of moment that I don't know. Kind of hints at like her falling in love with him or something like that. I got really? from it. You really? Yeah, it was kind of like, it was, I don't know, maybe, or even just respects him as a friend or something like that. It was just, it wasn't the whole, you're just here to fucking serve me kind of thing. It was a very, I don't know, like, changes her attitude towards him, I guess. We'll see. M maybe I didn't notice that because I was too busy staring at uh, what's her face, the Shogun World lady in the yep. background, who sometime at some point during their hallway walk had changed clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now in Western clothes. She's like, I have found Western clothes at some point along here and I've transitioned. I've, I've got everything. Like, that wasn't a hard sell for her. She's like, well, I've got guns down and yeah. whatever. Like, I don't know how these are, but it's fine. Like, I'll wear whatever I want to wear. Um, Maeve has brought her samurai sword because... Yeah. Uh, 
Why not? Why not? I guess like a memento of the occasion. I don't really know. Um, so Maeve walks down. She arrives at her homestead. She sees her daughter. Walks up to the daughter. Oh, uh, before she walks up and she's walking through the glass, running her hand through it. I just had flashbacks of fucking Gladiator, where Russell Crowe's walking through the glass. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> sure, I can, I can see it. Um, so she f- finds her daughter sitting on the front doorstep there, and this whole scene's off. So you know something's going to go wrong. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't feel right at all. And it's you know weird. that it's, uh, it's almost like Maeve doesn't expect her to have another mother there. Yeah, which you know is going to happen. Like, yeah. Her job was changed. Like she's, she knows that host. She understands how the system works. She understands yeah. Westworld. She knows that like characters get moved and hosts get put into new roles <laughs> and all sorts of things. So, in what world did she ex- expect to find no one there? I, I don't know. It's really weird. So she has this whole back and forth about like she's basically saying, "Mummy will never leave you, love you," because yeah. like the daughter's telling the story about the dolls. Yeah. The whole thing. It's like, oh, it's going to be really emotional. And you're like, at any point now, the mum's going to walk out from behind yeah. the door or something like that. But then, no, yeah, but she was out hanging the clothes in. She didn't see her. She didn't see it at all or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it was, it was a bit weird. She was hidden behind the, the clothes yeah. the entire time she was doing it. I don't, I don't really know. So then the, 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 mu- the mum arrives and is a bit like, who are you? And then Maeve is like, oh, I didn't really think this whole plan through, <laughs> did I? This, I didn't really consider any other option apart from the perfect play out of this that I thought was going to happen in my head. It was a bit weird. Um, And then Ghost Nation arrives, which I thought was, well, that's well fucking timed, isn't it? That's just exactly how it it, it would happen the moment that fucking Maeve arrives, wouldn't it? There's no way around it. Well, I think it's also part of the story too, like because in previous cycles, the Ghost Nation come. Yeah, it's part of the story. Yeah, yeah. But it... Kick the, the story kicks off literally when she arrives. Yeah, like, it's yeah. a bit too well timed. Yeah, yeah, a bit too well timed. Which I mean, maybe you can go a bit full crazy with the theories and be like, well, if Mabe's still actually on a storyline and she's not actually free, then well, there's one theory that I saw that um, Dolores is playing out. It's kind of like Bernard and Arnold are fighting each other, and Dolores is Ford's proxy where Mabe is. Arnold's proxy, kind of where Maeve has gained sentience and, I don't know, maybe Ford is directing her to do things that he wants to happen. Yeah, I don't know what... I don't understand what Arnold gets out of what he's saying. Yeah, I know. I I don't understand. I think not actual Arnold playing it out is like he's alive and directing her, but it's kind of his vision of what they wanted to be playing out. Yeah. Let's see, it's 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 a stretch among the many yeah. theories, but it's a, it's possible. Um, so she runs from Ghost Nation, begins running from Ghost Nation, and then the dude on the horse who runs up, like begins speaking to her. I think is that dude is the same actor from the. I, like, I don't know if it was because I didn't see a good look out of him. No, well, I've I, I was assuming it wasn't. I looked at the credit list and he was like credited, but I think they're all credited for all episodes, aren't they? No, like that straight, that dude that plays a Ghost Nation dude, though, yeah. like was for this episode in IMDb was credited for this episode. Oh, okay, right, so, yeah, okay. so I'm going to presume that that was him, or well, hope that yeah. was him, because that would make sense. Um, and he says to Maeve, come with us. We are meant for the same path. Mm. Um, so it didn't, like, it didn't seem like he was trying to kill her or anything. No, it didn't, no. It was very much like, you're, like, we want to take you somewhere. Um, which uh, like, she, oh no! Okay, then she understands the language and can speak it now. Yeah, well, the dude just spoke English. Oh, did he? Okay, 
Like he, it, it wasn't why. like subtitled or yeah. anything weird like that. Oh, that's right. She goes, your, your path is lead, leads to hell or something like that. Yeah. And then she screams at him, your path leads to hell. And he's like, whatever. No, then what's the fuck comes down and starts. Yeah. Then they all start coming they down all, shooting. They all start coming down shooting, which interrupts the whole process. Which they didn't respect her wishes at all. Stay well, there. I'll come back. <laughs> stay there. <laughs> I'll come back. But at the same time, I guess you could, you could argue that, yeah, they were like, Maybe, like, she was getting shot at, so... Yeah. Maybe? She, like, maybe actually just needed the help? Uh, so, yeah, anyway, the Hector and the crew come down and begin shooting. Uh, and they attempt to save Maeve. And then Sizewell pulls out his little phone that he stole. Forgot yeah. to mention that before. He did find a phone in Shogun World and picked it up, put, put it in his pocket. And yeah. he begins calling for help. And... I don't know who he's going to reach though, because I'm like, who's yeah, answering I'm... this phone? Like exactly. Charlotte's fucking stuck there. And she's like one of, she's on the board of Delos yeah. and she can't get out of the park until they've secured the, the package uh, yeah. that's Abernathy. So what it's fucking weird. help is Lee Sizemore going to get? I suppose he doesn't realize what the, the grand situation is, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Now on Sizemore, do you want to give a, do you want to try and give a brief overview, overview explanation of the Reddit thread that you gave oh, me the other day, no, which took me, too... it took me like an hour to read. Yeah. It was, it was just basically the very base level of it was just everything he has said has seemed to have come true so far. Yeah. It was, it was intense. It was a Reddit thread that they literally quoted nearly everything he had said like everything from episode one through to now and being like, he is like the character that's written off as the joke, the comedic timing, or like just a joke character yeah. that no one takes seriously. But if you pay attention as the audience, everything that Lee says is actually like gospel for what's going to happen in the show, show yeah, or what's going to happen to characters. Like he predicts everything, but you just rub it off because he's written as this joke character, which yeah. like reading the thread, you kind of like... I mean, they're right. They point out many times yeah. that he has said stuff, but it is still like, could be coincidental. I don't know. That is a very like... Yeah. I I don't think they made it as, as in like he's a prophetic figure, but just to pay attention to the story, like what he says seems to foreshadow what happens. What happens later, yeah. yeah. So it could just be the writers using him yeah. as an Easter egg type yeah, character to, to point out stuff. Um, so Man of, Man of Black runs into Ghost Nation crew. And we just get like a very quick scene where they get arrow shot at him and he just runs off and that's yeah. the last we see of him. I was like, okay. And I that was in between when she arrives at the house. No, when she yeah. walks down to the house or whatever. But I'm like, that was a weird place to, to put that scene because it just kind of put the, the, the whole mood off. I don't know. It was really odd because like yeah. she says, I'll be back soon after I go down to the, the house. Cut yeah. to Man in Black getting shot at Ghost Nation. Go back to the house. I'm like, okay, so this is all going to make sense if where he's running to ends up being arriving at Maeve. I'm yeah. Like, oh, that scene would have made sense then, but it didn't. That oh, I was half expecting instead of Ghost Nation rocking up there that the men, men in black has shown up for yeah, some whatever. That would have made yeah. more sense because that scene yeah. would have tied in and would have, would have worked out. But I was like, I don't really understand what, what this scene is. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't really make much sense. Um, Teddy and Dolores hop on the, in the train that they, they do that cool line, like you mentioned before, where, yeah. Like she says, you're going to go home. And Teddy's like, oh, I thought you would have wiped that from me as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you're fucking um, Being passive aggressive. Yeah, being very passive aggressive. And they, they are in one section of the carriage and they all jump off onto the other section. 
uh teddy leaves the the human computer whiz dude who had been uh, basically turned him there yeah, gives him one pistol one bullet says this is the last mercy i'll uh, offer which he, he picks up that bullet when at the very beginning of the scene he picks it off, the off the ground yeah, yeah bends down and it looks like he's going to pick up the can of condensed milk but it's actually the bullet on the other side yeah and for some reason yeah. just gives that particular bullet and a pistol to, to yeah. the dude says this is the last mercy i'll offer you jumps across to the other end of the train and then you see um i forgot the character's name but the yeah. the girl she like lifts out the pin which is like one of those yeah. slight reminders again that they're a lot more powerful than um because like that pin she lifts it out like it's nothing, yeah. you know like exactly. we're, we're on a train at full pole full belt along these yeah, train tracks and you wouldn't be able to lift that out normally even if nah. that easy anyway let alone when the train's going full speed exactly. but yeah. she's just like lifts it out and they let go of that train carriage that train carriage is then full-blown pelted uh, underground to the, I suppose, where the train leaves, the actual Mesa, back at the Mesa, and that train, you, you see it go under the cave section, and then you see it explode, and then it just shows uh, Elise inside the, the place. No, no, it, before that, the army mod guy comes down with stu uh, stubs into the oh, yes, control room, and they go, this is where they do the whole segment, goes, What's the problem? It's like, the problem is there is no problem. He goes, that makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Yes. Like every time we look at it, showing the like dynastics, uh, the, the, oh, fuck. What's the word I'm looking for? Diagnostics. I don't know, but it's saying that diagnostics is saying that there's no problems at all. But when obviously there is. Yeah. It's yeah, like, that doesn't go, make any fucking sense. And then like Charlotte shows up and he's like, where's the fucking, where's Abernathy? Oh, he's upset. Yeah. Well, you left him alone. Or something like yeah. that. She's like, well, he's not going anywhere. We fucking put nails in him, dude. Pay I reckon they go back and he's not there. Yeah, he's definitely not going to be here. Yeah. He's going to have escaped under the explosion or 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 they go to get him right as explosion's happening. That Dolores comes in and they end up fighting yeah. for him. Like, we know that he gets away. We know they're looking for him in the yeah. future. So that that army dude isn't getting him out of yeah. here there in time. And um, that's when they go, oh, the we got the map back online and there's the blipping thing at the edge of the map. He goes, what the fuck was that? And he goes, yeah. that's the train. That's the train. That's a bit weird. Yeah. Um, I'd like to know how much damage it done actually. And like, I don't think it's done a whole heap considering the size of the place. The size of the place. Yeah. So they've just blown up. The station distraction. Area. A distraction for what though? Like where are they entering from? Where Bernard getting from, I guess, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Cause they have to be going in a different direction. And then I wonder how the whole train system works. Cause they're like going along one track they let go of it and it sends it going this way, but they're heading this way. But no, no, what they let go is so they pull the pin and the one that's going forward has the train engine attached to it. That's what's propelling it forward. And they're slowly stopping. Okay. Yeah. 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 But then they're like perfectly timing what they're trying to perfectly stop with slow down and stop where they want it to stop. I don't they're know. fucking smart robots. <laughs> they're smart robots, I guess. Yeah, that's my make a write-off explanation. So then we the the episode ends with the uh, Elise Bernard scene. So Elise is like, "What the fuck was that?" Anyway, I'll go back to looking at my computer screen. Yeah. Then we go back into the Matrix system. Bernard is wandering the town, and he sees uh, Dolores. Yeah, walk out yeah. of the shop. She's just brought her stuff. She's going to go over and drop her can, like we've seen her do many, many times. Yeah. Um, Teddy's just leaving the bar. He's going to go over and pick up the can which is what I was saying before about like their storyline playing yeah. out perfectly, I guess, like just what generally is supposed to be happening. And then Bernard walks into the bars like, Oh, yeah, what's uh, before he goes into the bar, the reason he goes in there is because he sees the greyhound. The greyhound's not normally meant to be there. 
and the Greyhound has an important meaning to Ford because there's a scene in season one where, you know, remember he had that the very first host and he would wake him up and just talk to him down in his lab. Yep. Yeah, he has a scene with him talking about the most, the saddest thing he's ever seen, which was him as a kid and his brother owned a Greyhound that his father got and... Um, the father warned him that it would run really fast and like it spent its whole life chasing the felt rabbit or whatever. And they were at the park and they couldn't help themselves. And they let the dog off the leash and it took off. And he said, it's the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. And then the dog tore the rabbit, the cat to shreds. And then it stood there not realizing what it wanted to do that it finally, it was wanted its whole life wanted this, but now it's finally got it. It didn't know what to do which is kind of an analog as well to the hosts as well. The hosts. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and mankind. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I feel, I remember, I remember that now that you've said it, but I had forgot, like, it's like one of those brain things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Bernard walks in, they do show the dog first. Yeah. Like sitting on the ground to which I was like, there has to be something to do with that dog. I just can't remember what the whole thing storyline was. And then the camera goes up a bit and someone's playing the piano. Yeah. Piano. Oh, it's old mate Ford. We get Sir yeah. Anthony Hopkins returning again in Westworld. And I, as I tweeted when you tweeted about yesterday, I actually got like a bit of goosebumps in this thing. Even though we kind of knew this was happening, like we'd been like, he's going to come back. Like he's, yeah. he's coming back. But still just the way he's like playing the piano and the way he just like says, hello, old friend. Like yeah. in the Anthony Hopkins voice, like, hello, dear friend, or hello, old yeah. friend, whatever he said. Like he says that and it just goes straight to credits. I was just like, oh, that's, oh, that's, that's a good one. That's just a good spicy meatball. We weren't convinced on this theory at the beginning of the season. Well, it, it, as time went, as we got more, I would at the start of the, the season, I wouldn't have said he was coming back. No, I thought yeah. he was gone and there was no way. But then once we got into storylines and like they start talking more about like putting human minds and the bodies and all that sort of yeah. stuff, I was like, and then the Ford, and then just showing more stuff happening in the background that I'm like, Ford could not have set this much up. Like, that's yeah. the thing that I, I kept saying. Like, even when Man in Black ran into the young Ford kid and it seemed yeah. like it was legit speaking to him, like, it wasn't pre-programmed speech. It was just one for one, like, him actually just responding to him in real time. Yeah. And then the girl in the town with Man in Black. Like, after all that, I'm like, it's, it's it legit just seems like Ford's out there still controlling these, yeah. these people and like, have them say what he wants them to say, which he was. Like, he, yeah. he straight up was just having them say whatever he wants to say. So... What this all means to the story, uh, fully, we'll find out more, I suppose, next week. But the 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 major thing is that Ford is literally in charge of the strings. You know, like yeah. he's he's sitting there playing the piano, which he's the ghost metaphor- in the machine. He's the ghost in the machine. He's the he's the person playing the piano, fig- the metaphorical strings yeah. of the the world. The you know the keys, whatever you want to go about. He's literally in charge of everything that's happening in Westworld, yeah. which now kind of you can go to that Dolores theory that, yeah. Yeah. Ford is literally just using Dolores to do what he wants, I guess. But then you have to, you have to wonder what his plan and what his long-term thing about this is. Like, and then if you want to go back in time, it's like, how do you get his brain into there? Like, are we, the easy explanation, which I suppose sometimes the easy explanation is one that is just what they'll use sometimes because it just makes sense, is that the Ford that we had at the dinner that was shot was simply a host. Like, because it, it, it didn't need to be a host that could do much. Like, it didn't have to say much, you know? It was just walk up there, say a couple lines, get shot in the back of the head. The, what I think it is, is previously to that, it's, 
I suppose it's Ford, but it's not Ford. I think what they've uploaded to the machine is a copy of his consciousness. Mm-hmm. Well, because it... Yeah, so you can go that, like, he uploaded himself before then, and then yeah. he's, like, he's controlling the, the Ford anyway, like, and having it say what he wants. I think... No, I think the Ford that died at the... Is legit ...was actual, like, legitimate Ford, yeah. He just uploaded his consciousness, copied his consciousness. Yeah, like, it was a copy of his consciousness previously that he uploaded, because that's what Bernard made of that lab and then took to the cradle, because he, when they first go there, he goes, oh, I've been here before recently or something like that. Yeah, he says, I brought something here or I brought someone here or something along those lines when they first arrive at the cradle. So, yeah, that would make sense that he just... That's what it was. Yeah. So... I mean, that, that's just more questions, like... Because we they've done so much in the show about how the human mind can't handle the... Yeah. You know, realising they're awake or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And you have to wonder how Ford's just able to live in the fucking Matrix with no issues. Like, he's fully mm. aware of, like, what he is, what's happening, everything happening in the I world. I suppose it goes... Because the line that uh, William says when he's doing the Delos thing is, like, the mind can't accept... Get over the fact that it's dead or something like that. Mm-hmm. I suppose in that way, he hadn't died at that point. I guess. Yeah, true. But then he would have witnessed himself die, which was weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a weird thing. Um, and again, it all goes down to the very question of like, even though it's your consciousness, is it actually you? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, is well, Delos, was Delos actually Delos? Yeah. Or is it just they're creating a copy of Delos? Yeah. Do you, so what do you think Ford's long-term plan is? I really have no fucking idea. <laughs> because if it if his plan is to make it all go to shit or whatever reason, like it, there's not much longevity for him being in that machine. Yeah, and does he plan to get out of the machine, or do you think yeah. he's just happy to stay in? Or does he go fucking Johnny Depp in that movie and just go into the cloud? Yeah, fucking it all <laughs> transcendence or whatever yeah. the fuck it's called. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what I, that's the, that's the thing I don't get. It's like, is, is, is the long-term plan literally just to, to stay in there and fuck around with Westworld? Or like, what's, yeah. does he want revenge for what Delos did to his park? Like, is it, yeah. is it to fuck up the park and then come back out and like, there's Arnold and him, they're back at it again, they're friends, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Cause then there's like still stuff from the end of season one that we have to look back into. Um, like the fact that he was shot the same way Arnold was. Yeah. Like, there has to be more to that. I feel like than simply... So I think his biggest regret was failing Arnold. Yeah. And he's trying to, I don't know. Rectify that somehow. Yeah. He's, like Arnold's whole thing was he wanted the host to have consciousness and to be alive and all that. And maybe this is Ford's way of doing it, but it's not particularly the way that Arnold wanted it done. Like it's Ford's twist on it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I did. I yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's going inter- to be interesting. Live up, he's trying to live, live up to his memory, but he just Ford being Ford and he can't do it the way... Arnold would have. Um, do you, how much? How much Anthony Hopkins do you think we get for the rest of the season? Mm, I want to be optimistic. Say every episode. You reckon every episode until? Yeah, I, I don't think they would have brought him back like that just to off him in a sense so quickly. Because he's expensive. Like that's that's the yes, that's and he's very thing. old. He's very old and he's expensive. So do you, do you reckon we just wrap up? Uh, do you reckon we wrap up his storyline in the last four episodes, or do you reckon they're just like gonna set it up so he's in season three again, like brought back to life? Or I wouldn't be surprised if they've got him in and they've done all they need from him for however long the show needs to go for. You reckon? 
Well, like you said, he's expensive and old. They can't bank on him coming back yeah, this season. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's that's why I found it interesting that they like that they it did the storyline. Anyway. That's the route they want to go. It would have been easier just to keep him dead. Yeah. Like, oh, that's true, but that's, <laughs> that's not as interesting, is it? It's not as interesting. You no, wouldn't but... have had that moment. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. Wait. Unless when he's in the machine, he can like take on any form that he wants. Yeah, well, that's that that is their way out. If yeah, that their their way out if they want to do the storyline where Ford comes back to back to life, um, yeah. or into another body, and they want to make sure they're safe, um, in case something happens. Yeah. No, we don't want it to happen. But in case no, something happens to Sir Anthony Hopkins um, before season three or four, and they want that character to be around for a long time, it is that when he puts his consciousness back into a body, it is another actor. Yeah. And that does that is the smartest way for them to do it, and it saves them a hell of a lot of trouble. Over even the even in the machine, there's nothing. Uh, there's nothing in my mind that says he can't take on any form, especially being digitally as well. Yeah, that's. That's true. Yeah. We'll f- so we'll find out. Um, but overall, what I thought this, this episode yeah, is himself into Arnold. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I do mm. like the theory that by the end of the season, we get both Arnold and Ford back, like legit, yeah. just Arnold and Ford, and that would be kind of this full circle weird thing happening. Um, but we are down to the last four episodes, so we're going to approach. It's gone so quick. It has been going quick for a show where nothing happens. I don't know exactly. if you've heard. I don't know if you've heard Nick, but nothing happens nah, in this yeah. show. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely crazy. Waste of time. <laughs> Should have watched last season of Game of Thrones. That was way better. <laughs> Just shit talk HBO shows while we're talking shit shows. <laughs> HBO shows. Um, so thank you for joining us once again for this this week, this episode of Bevan World. Uh, thank you for joining us live on Twitch. If you're watching on Twitch, thank you for joining yes. us if you're watching on VOD on Twitch. Thank you for joining us on YouTube. Thank you for joining us in the audio-only form available on podcast services. You can head on over to ExplosionNetwork.com if you can find all the many other great shows that we do. They're all amazing. They're all great. Oh, we'll talk Stitcher about Premium. Stitcher. No, I don't. Fuck <laughs> Stitcher. I don't want to be a fucking Stitcher. If there's anything I want, this all our shows on that's not on, it would be Spotify, and then that's it. That's the, <laughs> that's, that, that's the end of the line. And we're not even on these these other things but it's okay um so don't forget to subscribe if you're on youtube follow if you're on twitch if you're on the audio form you don't do anything we're, we're, we're pushing to get pocket cast to add a, a thumbs up feature for podcasts that's that's the new thing now so you can do something because you because you're listening on audio forms you, you just don't get to do anything like there's nothing i can exactly. tell you to do of then go other than right on itunes right on itunes but if you're not listening on itunes what do i tell you what to do you know like exactly. there's, there's nothing you do um follow us on twitter at explosion pod you can follow Nick at Lord of Pry. You can follow me on Twitter at Viva Ladil. Uh, thank you once again for joining us. Until next week, have a lovely afternoon. Have a lovely morning. Have a lovely evening. Whatever you're doing. I don't know. Bye-bye. Upload yourself to the cloud. Upload yourselves to the cloud. Bye. <laughs>